All right, can you feel that? It is college football. It's football season all around. Yeah, And it is. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Um, we've already had a nice college weekend kickoff here. And hold on, hold on. If you're not excited, you shouldn't be listening. No, nope. Just turn it off. Go to something else. So, so yeah. So a lot going on in college football. Um, NFL still yet to get underway, but um, so here we are. Uh, we've talked about uh, revamping the show. Um, nothing huge. Just, uh, just kind of the like what what the niche is. We, we really don't have one. So. But most mostly sports um, is what I would say. Yeah, and, definitely. But we will talk about anything and everything, um, and that's that. So, um, join in. Hopefully, if we're we're talking about something that you might be interested in, time. If not, um, you can always tune in uh, the following week and see if we might be talking about something interesting. Then maybe not. I don't know. Um, we're just going to sit down here and. Just talk about whatever. And right now, I feel like talking about the Ohio State Buckeyes. What about you? Oh, yeah. And. Been waiting a long time for this. Yeah. Oh, but I do want to throw out one more thing. So we are going to maintain. We are still the off point with CJ and Ace. And the only thing that's really going to be changing, I think, is just uh, kind of what we sit down here and uh, talk about. And our logo. Logo's going to change. That's it. Um, we're all about keeping things simple, um, and you know what? Let's just let, let's get into it. There's a lot to unpack as far as college football. There's a lot of things oh, yeah. that have been bottled up in my head. A lot of things that I just maybe chit chat about, rant and rave. I don't know. Let's get on with it. So uh, Thursday, Thursday, September second, Ohio State faced off against the, the Minnesota Gophers. Um, so if anybody was out there paying a, a lick of attention, um, uh, you, you watch the game or you at least know the outcome of that game. Uh, I think the Buckeyes, uh, let, let's put it this way, let's go. The first half just looked ominous a little bit for the Buckeyes. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I really thought that there was a collaboration of things that just kind of made this game feel like a trap game. It was – on the road, um, it was raining out. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I forget that. I, sometimes I think people forget to to add the elements into these games. They play yeah. a factor, people. They play a factor, and so don't ball slip outies here. Oh, absolutely. Um, wind messes field goals up. Yeah, slippery field. Um, yeah. So many things play a factor. So. It, it was like, but here's the thing what? about the element is that it, it does work against both teams. It's not partial to and one And yet it can other. be fun for the fans, too, at times. But, you know, it, it, I suppose. Especially in the NFL, I think, from some games I've seen. Like, it was, it was in Nick Bosa's rookie season with the Niners. It was a rain game. I think that was the one they were playing against the Browns. Okay. Every time Bosa made a big play or like had a sack or something, he, because the field was almost flooding, yeah, he would just go and slide, and slide stomach like, first, right, like a slip and slide. Yeah, yeah, um, celebrate. Yeah, well, yeah, you can have fun while you're out there doing it. That that's a good or example the, for that. Other things I've seen is touchdown celebrations, making snow angels. 
Yeah. Yep. Um, trying to adjust here. Yeah. All Those right. games can be fun at times. Yeah, they can be. Uh, so the first half just, man, it was so scary to watch because um, C.J. Stroud, uh, you know, this is his first college appearance as a starter. As a starter. And, man, I started having questions. I'm watching this guy, and I'm watching him overthrow balls. Um, you can just kind of tell that there was nerves going, you know. He was mm-hmm. probably a lot of things going through his head, and things really weren't going that great. Now, our running backs, they, they seemed to not – they weren't struggling. I mean, you see Mayan Williams take 71 yards to the house. Yeah. It, like it was nothing. Like, hey, I do this all the time. And so the run game I wasn't, I wasn't worried about. Um, it was the passing game. But – the way that Minnesota was playing, they're a good team that you need to be good with, you know, with the run and the pass. I think Minnesota is one of those teams that is better out there in the rain. Maybe. Like Michigan State is another one. They seem to do better in the rain. I think it's because they practice in it a lot, They probably have more of the elements hitting them out there. I mean, it's not to say we don't get any, but... They just I don't practice. Know. Sometimes it, it does have it has that feel. I'll definitely agree with it. Definitely I mean, has that. Feel I mean, like just like, like they um, play better. Like Florida is going to play way better in the scorching heat than like, um, Michigan. Yeah. Just because of where they're located. Oh yeah. Or like yeah. Wisconsin will play better in the snow, in the snow. than Texas. Yep. Yep. <laughs> nope, it's true. Um. So the first half was was kind of ugly. Wasn't wasn't horrible, but we actually went into back to the locker room losing. Yeah, and that, that's and, a rare sight to see. Right, it is. It really is. Wasn't the last time that happened was in like 2017? Oh, I don't remember. And then we like came back and dominated the second half. Yeah, sometimes that happens uh-huh. in a regular season. So, and and I knew. And I knew when we were going into halftime, and I told you this, if C.J. Stroud does not come out and start making yeah. good decisions and good passes, I said, we're going to lose this game. Yeah. Or they're going to have to rely so heavy on the, the run game. Just like Northwestern. And it could be right, like Northwestern, and it could be even closer. Or, I mean, I don't know. I just I really think um, a pass game needed to open up. And boy, did it. No, oh, yeah. C.J. Stroud came out, and he looked like a completely different quarterback than he did that first half. Buckeyes, second-half team. People tend to forget. So, um, it was nice, but men got give it up to Minnesota. They hung in there. Um, they're running back. Muhammad Ibrahim. Yeah. Th- th- this guy's a first-rounder. I'm telling you what. This guy's a first-rounder. Yeah, he mean, was hard assuming... to stop. He ran downhill. Every time that guy got that ball. I mean, assuming his injury doesn't affect him at it's, all. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, it was sad to see him go out. Um, but like I said, how it was, I— It was bittersweet for the Buckeyes. Like, it, all a right. little bit, but like I said, it was like, like how I felt that it was a trap game. Once he was injured, I was like— We I, got this. I, I was hoping it was just like, okay, just a spring or something to keep him that, that kept him out of the game. I mean, yeah. it's, it's fine if he would have stayed in there. I still think the Buckeyes would have won. It would have been a little bit closer— 
than than what the score said it was, you know, at the end. But I felt like it it helped level the playing field a little bit because, like I said, it started to feel like a trap game. So when he yeah. got hurt, I felt like okay, now we're now we're playing a little bit level because we're we're on the road, we're in the elements, you know. They have rookie. They, a young team, period. We had a young Compared team. Compared to young, experience. We have inexperienced linebackers, which they were completely taking advantage of, which is why Ibrahim was doing the yeah. domination he was on Ohio State. Um, they've, got, they've got guys coming back for their sixth year and stuff on that yeah. team. Um, and then you got Tanner Morgan, who's he's a good quarterback. And if, if he continues to improve, I can definitely see this guy going somewhere in the NFL. I really think he's a, a well, pretty decent quarterback. No, I think he really no, is. No, I say that because look at look at the NFL. That's where great court, great college quarterbacks go to die. Well, not necessarily. Where do you think a lot of these the quarterbacks that are there came from? They came from college. Nobody so, state. So, but the, but but at the game by the end of the game you were you were satisfied. I mean, every time yeah. Ohio State's offense got that ball, it was. In between one and three plays, touchdown. I mean, just like yeah. that. I mean, the, the, how easy it was for them to score. <laughs> That's what you expected throughout the whole entire game. Yeah. But it didn't happen. I'm, I'm glad things turned around and it did happen in the second half. Um, but Minnesota really didn't have any answers, especially once Ibrahim fell down, um, mm-hmm. you know, was injured. Uh, I do hope he makes a recovery because I like to see Minnesota continue to do good. Yeah, um, it will only help Ohio State in the long run. Just stick out for two, two or three more games, so we don't have to worry about him in the conference championship. No, yeah, I'm not not worried about that. Um, <laughs> I, I I think we'll be grounded by if, then. If we were to base off of week one, who we would face in the Big Ten championship, who would you pick? Iowa. I would. I'm right there with you. But Iowa, the way they played against an Indiana team who was expected to be the thorn in the Ohio State Buckeyes' side this mm-hmm. year, which doesn't mean they still won't. Yeah. Doesn't mean they still won't. Indiana usually seems to give Ohio State some fits from time to time. They're kind of known for that. Um, yeah, but I would agree. It, Iowa, that that is who... That's, that is who I see us facing in the Big Ten this year. But I will say, maybe... And yes, I am assuming Ohio State's making it there because it's a we've got a pretty good shot. Yeah. I mean, let's face yeah. it. I mean, I don't want to say it's a guarantee. I mean, it's but like it's, saying Alabama's not going to make it. Right. So... You know. <clears throat> but I will say... Going based off week one, Minnesota wouldn't be surprising either. No. Because maybe. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't even know their schedule. I haven't even looked ahead at anybody's schedule to see. Maybe, just maybe, Indiana was a fluke last year, and they're not all they were ever hi- hyped up to be. Maybe. Therefore, Iowa's win is nothing. Maybe. I mean, look at Michigan. Still, regardless of. I mean, I, I, I'm not buying into Indiana being a fluke, um, but they're not as bad as what Iowa made them look. Yeah. I, I really don't believe that. 
There was there was something. I mean, I didn't see the game. I caught a, did catch a little bit of highlights. And it's hard to keep up when all the games going out there. I I tried to especially in the first few weeks because they're playing like all week long. Yeah. After that, they seem to they seem to settle down. So, but it, it did look like Penix. He was just struggling. He was just struggling. So it it was like he just wasn't he wasn't what we've seen. So that's why I'm not buying. I really think it was just a horrible game for Indiana. Iowa had a fantastic game, and you you put those two together, and you're going to have the 34-6 victory. I think it was, yeah, or something very similar to that. Oh, definitely. And that that that's going to be your outcome when those things happen like that, which is unfortunate because I really like to see you know was the you know, I like seeing the Big Ten, like, just really battle. Yeah. You know? Um, it's time for the Big Ten to, you know, to step up and, and, and to be, you know, be a dominating conference, you know? So I, I root for them hard. Um, and yeah, I, and Ohio I State's what, really been carrying it. We we really have. And then also what, what sucks is that even with the value that Ohio State has, when the Big Ten's not playing well, when the other teams aren't doing that good, I feel like it brings the value. It's like the housing market. Yeah, you know, you can ha- you can have a real nice house on the on the street, and all the other houses, if they're not keeping up to par with you, it's going to bring the value of your home down. Yeah, and that's exactly how I see this. So, yeah, that's one game that is. I I watched, and it wasn't supposed to be a like a big game, like a this is a must watch, you know, like the like the Penn State and Wisconsin game. Yeah. That was a good game. I wanted to watch that. I, I, I was working, so I, had, I did have it on in the background. Tried to listen to it, catch some plays here and I there. I watched the fourth quarter. That was that was a defensive battle. Oh, yeah. I, I truly feel like neither one of those teams, Wisconsin or Penn State, have an offense because um, it didn't really look that good just from the, you know, yeah. the few plays that I did get to see. Again, I was working. But, uh, I mean. I mean, I want to note this. Was it 16 to 10 or something? Yeah. How the heck are you a college kicker for a big school like Penn State oh, and wow. you miss yes. <laughs> a point, an extra point? An extra point, yeah. that's How do you do that? Yeah, right. That is so easy. That is, that's cringeworthy. Now, um, if this were like nobody tech or someone, mm-hmm. all right, I can get that. He's probably like a .5 star recruit. But, I mean, at Penn State, a top freaking school, you know? I'm sorry, I cannot get this microphone to stay right where I want it. Yeah. I feel like I'm... I know, I'm sitting over here watching you. It's, it's, I need to find a way to tighten this thing. Go ahead. I mean, it's You hear it's rattling terrible. and stuff, it's over here, it's just me, <laughs> it's me trying to get this thing fixed. All right. Yo, we need a producer to like come over here and like adjust stuff. Right. No, um, I, think I, I think I got it. No, no, it look, almost looks broken. Yeah, well, it kept falling into me. Wait, There's a little knob here. I was able to tighten the tighten the thing down. So I think I got yeah. it. Yeah. We need a, like a flat bottom on the table for that thing to work well. Yeah. This one's got like little holes or something underneath. Anyway, but still, this is like a. Anywhere between a three and five star kicker. From like what? N- not even the fifteen yard line. And you miss a field goal. You hit it on the left upright. How do you do that? 
this guy out. He's done. Yeah, um, it just makes you, it makes you wonder, man. You know, things happen. Um, you know, I mean, I wouldn't judge him based off of the, that one thing. I know everybody starts. They will always it's give simple. the kicker one job because it's like they always give the kicker a hard time because they're like, you have they're one either job. the hero or the villain. Exactly, as the kicker. Yeah, you got you have to cut these guys some slack. While I yeah. will agree that missing a PAT is is unacceptable, especially for uh, a veteran. Um. And for a big school. It, it, right. It is something you have to look like. Look, you know, sometimes sometimes you just get you yeah. just hit it wrong. You just hit the ball wrong. It happens. I mean, I, I don't know if the uh, guy, maybe, maybe, the, a... maybe the guy was holding in a sneeze, um, <laughs> right, as he was kicking, or a bug flew in his eye. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. Well, hopefully this isn't like a um, a pet detective, Ace Ventura. Pet detective situation. Right. <laughs> We're in a few years. <laughs> that lace is out, Dan. Yeah, lace is out. Find out that the the, the placeholder was hold the ball wrong the whole time. Yeah, really. Um, no, but my, my point was is that 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 was a game to watch because you had uh, what was it four, fourteen and sixteen? I don't know. Is that what they had them ranked at the time? It was something very close to that. Penn State was 16, I believe. 19, I think. 16 or 19. It was something like they were. And Wisconsin was 12. It doesn't sound right, but. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. But it, regardless, it was two very, they were very close. I really feel like they were both yeah. in the teens. They were both um, oh, pretty much evenly matched. Well, I know, and they I know were evenly for matched. For a fact, Wisconsin was 12. So they had very good defense. So they either have super defenses that just countered each other's offenses so well, which is why nobody can score, or their offenses are complete poo, which is where I'm leaning. And, and as good as these defenses are, it's not going to get them to where they need to be yeah. unless those offenses start playing like they, they've yeah. got to they got to have to put numbers on the board it didn't do anything for northwestern last year because mm-hmm. that's what they would do you play northwestern you know you're going to get into a gritty game they're going to they're going to they're going to hold you down and, and keep out a low scoring game well look defenses win championships but your offense at least has to put the ball in the end zone um you do well. Here's the thing: you have to be at least balanced of some sort, or yeah, or not not necessarily balanced, but you got to be close. I mean, unless you're the freaking steel curtain, your offense still has to be somewhat good. You have to have a good offense. You've got to be able to put points on the board. Exactly. Um, because even just being all offense is only going to get you so far. Yeah. Ask Oklahoma. Yeah. So. Don't, but, don't get me started on that one. That, that's another little rabbit hole we can jump down here in a little bit. Now, you want to see a complete team, and it, it is Alabama. They will have a great offense and a great defense. Whether we want to talk, Hold on, let's be we, honest. They don't have a good offense. They don't have a, a good defense. They don't have a good special teams. They have Nick Saban. It doesn't matter. 
We'll he, be... he can take a bunch of two-year-olds to the national championship. Well, he will create the good offense and the yeah. good defense. That's what he does. He creates a good team. I'm, so I'm telling you, his we... playbook isn't a playbook. It's a spell book. <laughs> Bippity-boppity-boo, <laughs> you're a good quarterback. Yeah. No, you're. <laughs> I think you're right. Because Bryce Young had a, a heck of a game against Miami. How do you just keep pulling great quarterbacks hey, it, out of nowhere? Hey, Ohio, Ohio State on right one there too, but no, Ohio State. You see a glimpse of these great quarterbacks. Alabama, it's like you just pulls them out of his back pocket because you don't. You never hear the guy. Now, I just wonder if it has a lot to do with, um, or like the talkabouts that we hear. You know, we I mean, hear I don't know about if it's, it. Here, so if we were in Alabama, no, maybe we I'm would seeing hear. things from like Clemson fans, Auburn fans down in Alabama too. That what? That are like, where are these guys coming from? It's like they pull them out of nowhere. Right. Where no. Ohio State publicizes to the entire solar system. Hey, look, we might get Justin Fields. Hey, look, C.J. Stroud. Uh, yeah, Alabama. I don't know. I guess it's like they keep good, everything top secret. Top secret. Maybe. That's just, they, ki- they probably kill anyone who finds out. I don't know. Crazy. But they do. I mean, you're absolutely right. They do have – they just keep plucking good players yeah. out of – like, it, it, it does on – at least for us, it does seem out of thin air. Yeah. But to my point, Alabama has that really well-rounded – team when they go yeah. in there. Clemson was another one. So if you, you you do have to have on both sides of the ball it, it, at least a defense doesn't have to be a top defense. Doesn't yeah. have to be the top. But it's got to be decent. You can't have low grade defense, a high powered offense. That's only going to get you so far. But so watching that Wisconsin, or watching, listening to the Wisconsin and Penn State game, the offense again. I'm just gonna say it, it was just it just seemed awful. Yeah, it did. Um, and they're going to be in a world of hurt. Come some later games. Yeah, definitely. Um, they they might look this current Ohio State defense look amazing. Yeah, let's talk about the Ohio State defense. I'm, I'm not thrilled with what I saw, but I will tell you something I was happy about seeing. They had very, they had good tackling. Yeah. I do think that their tackling was good. Now. N- none of the no-hand stuff, very little of it. Yes. Yeah, there was there was. That's not good... a tackle. That's like a nudge. Yeah. Um, that, that is the kind of thing you do when you're trying to get your friend's attention. Right, just a little bit harder is what they yeah, do. Yeah, I'm not huge on the big shoulder check or whatever it is that they do. I mean, maybe on the sidelines, it's fine. Right? Nope, I you agree. Do, you don't just want to get unnecessary roughness. Knock, kind of get them to knock, you know, knock them out of bounds. That's usually all that's for. But, but in the middle of the field, but a, but a midfield tackle where you're just coming in, flying in with a shoulder. I, I don't understand that. Um, my my only thinking is that to help, it does help knock the ball out. But at yeah. the same time. If you do so the, in your hands. So you, your hands. If you do, if you wrap your arms around the player to tackle them, you can also bring can your hand them. in and punch the ball. I, I've seen that happen a lot of times. You can punch the ball out of their hand. Yeah. But go in for the tackle. Do the wrap around and, and, and bring them down with you. Yeah. All you do is grab them and then you just let your body weight and do the rest of the work. Well, and you um, can, unless and you, you're tackling J.K. Dobbins, in that case, you need like 10 other guys. Yes. And you can avoid. 
targeting calls too. I, I in my opinion, it's easier because your head is back. Yep. Your hands are in front. Where with this, that's more of the nudge kind of thing, the shoulder tackle. It, it can look too much like you're leading with your head. Which, the whole targeting thing at this point is something else. Right. Stop um, ejecting players. Right. So, with the defense, it still needs work. I mean, there, there were, I, I wouldn't say, there weren't many missed tackles. I don't think that was the problem. For me, the problem was, um, well, stopping Muhammad Ibrahim. That that was that was hard. If if we face another yeah. team that has a running back that's anywhere close yeah. as good to him, we've got to be able to stop that run. Yeah. Um, you can't. Now I will say this: we didn't get, we really didn't get gashed by no. the guy, but the guy was picking up yards. Mm-hmm. It was positive yards every time he touched a ball almost now there were a few that were probably behind the line or right at the line of scrimmage maybe he only gained a couple but the dude was moving downhill pretty much every time he got the ball but what i'm seeing is still in our secondary the same problem as joel clatt even mentioned this too the same problems we were uh dealing yeah. with last year have carried over now if they don't get these things fixed we're going to start getting gashed yeah on, on, in our secondary, no, and, that, and that's going to be that's going to be a problem. Even if we can score in two, some plays. guys are starting to make a name for themselves, which could help. Like Haskell the Rascal Garrett. Haskell the Rascal, or yeah, Rascal the Haskell, Haskell the Rascal. Haskell Garrett. I'll get it. I'll spit it out. Um, yeah, someday. Yeah, and yeah, that was a little little clever. That was a cool name for him. Um, He's starting to build a name for himself. I mean. He said in the inter- like in interviews, in regards to like the Bosa's and the Young and Chase Young, that he's trying to make a name for himself. But let's be honest, he's kind of becoming that name for the Ohio State defense. Well, that the Bosa's and Chase Young were. And I think, well, here's the thing: he may have scored that touchdown, but that's not that's not forget who got that strip sack. Oh yeah, that was Zach Harrison, team captain. Okay, that's the guy who got to that quarterback. So that's another thing on that Buckeye defense I want to see is get to the quarterback before they get – it's always too late. Every time the Buckeyes get to the quarterback, it's just a second too late. Boom, they fire the ball. Boom, it's a catch. Boom, there's like 10, 12, 15 yards. Well, I do think that is just the right one – <clears throat> That is the one, I think, con to the, the Kerry Combs defense because mm-hmm. he's, he's a secondary guy. That's he's what a guy you told that will me. use his cornerbacks. He will use his safeties. He he's all about what's back there and not on the line, which is what made him such a good secondary and cornerback coach. Okay, when he was here originally, or now he's a defensive coordinator. It's all his problem. Well, they're going to have to find a way to manage it, regardless. So, think, so his defense. I mean, just like if you have a an offensive coordinator that is. Um, that was a wide receiver, he's going to be more on your receivers than he's your quarterback and your linemen because that's what they know. Yeah. Well, so Combs is going to focus a lot more on our secondary than the guys on the line because that's where he wants to see. That is where he is in tune. That's what he knows. So getting the quarterback, not his thing. Intercepting, knocking the ball 
or tipping the ball away, keep it from getting huge pass plays, that is what Cone specializes in instead of getting to the quarterback. Well, I think they know that their defense is going to be looked at and it's going to be critiqued. So they have film now. They do. So they've got something to work with. It, It was game one. Let's look at these things. Let's get it cleaned up. Because we've got a big game coming up this coming week. Oh, yeah. Okay? Uh, hey. Not that they look that great. Okay. But do you know that every team that comes to play Ohio State, it's their they Super come to Bowl. Play. Okay? So it can't be overlooked. Oregon can't be overlooked. And if we want to play, and we want to continue making our statement of how good mm-hmm. of a team we are, get that defense cleaned up. Definitely. There's a lot I of, there, let, there's still, there was several holes, tons of things let, to fix. Let the linebackers coach do what they do. Maybe maybe that's the answer. Let them take over those guys while Combs focuses more in the back. I, I definitely want to see mean, better pressure on the quarterback. Because that is one of the advantages of the NFL. Is you can hire as many assistant coaches as you freaking want. Now, is it in Minnesota that has the guy, their offensive lines like six foot nine or something? I think. I think they have got a very, they've got a good offensive line. Yeah. So, but which is good because that's uh, that way. Ohio State, they're really they, tested. They, they're tested exactly. They're tested because Alabama's going to have that line. Yeah. Clemson's going to have that line. Georgia's going to have that line. Yeah. Which. Oklahoma's maybe not. We could probably go ahead and segue right on over to the Georgia-Clemson game. Yeah. Maybe talk about that real quick and get that out of the way. Oh, I watched that game. Another defensive game where they, both offenses look like complete garbage. Clemson? This, this is, it, that, is not Trevor Lawrence's Clemson. This is not Deshaun Watson's Clemson. This is something new and not for the better. At least not for Dabo Sweeney. This is number 11, Clemson, not national champion, Clemson. You know, you and I both were rooting for Georgia that game. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any secret to that. Not a fan of SEC, though, so don't, don't get us wrong there because well, I will be rooting for, against Georgia later on down the Lawrence road. Lawrence was there. Did you know that? I, I saw him up in the booth. Mm-hmm. And um, was Travis Etienne there? No, he was not. He's hurt, so he's probably out in Bama for rehab. Yeah. That's where most guys go for rehab, Bama or California. So, but that was a... Which I think it would have been awesome if Fields showed up there, because, you know, he did play for Georgia Mm -hmm. at one point. That just would have been awesome. Fields and Lawrence at that game. Yeah. Um, 10-3. That's a baseball Defensive touchdown. Yeah, and and that was the only touchdown scored. Is from the defense. So again, two dominating defenses, zero offense. Mm-hmm. Those teams need to be worried about that. Yeah. Um, you need to be worried. Part of the problem, I think, is well, you you go and look look at um, the coaches. Let's use Urban Meyer for example. Look at his quarterbacks. They all run. He turns non-runners into runners. Dabo Sweeney. Not too different. He excels with some running quarterbacks. This new guy, he's not a runner. He can't run for crap. He tried. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence was surprisingly able to run. 
We've seen the guy get away with the ball. Yeah. He still does it in the NFL in the preseason. But, yeah, th- this new guy can't run for crap, and it- it's going to hurt Clemson. Right. Um, th- that is their offense. When the quarterback can't pass, he runs. Yeah. Well, that run option is off the table now. I think Trevor Lawrence was just – he's just a better quarterback all around. I mean, let's just take running off the table. The guy, oh, yeah. the guy was yeah. a good decision maker. He was. Um, he had a great understanding of the game. Yeah, he, I think he could probably Which read. He could read this, defenses really well. Yeah, and he was pretty accurate with the ball. Which this cracks me up. First of all, this new Clemson quarterback, DJ. I'm not going to pronounce his last name. I'm just going to butcher it. He comes into the game. I mean, like before the game, like he comes into the stadium. All dressed up like a nice suit, like he just looked all cleaned up, and then he go like he looks like a professional, and he just goes out and plays like crap. But going off that, I think this is funny. Look at just about every single school in college football, and you see the pictures they pull up their players. They're in suits. Look at Ohio State; they're in their jerseys. You look at the players pregame for most schools; they're in suits or like nice clothes. Look at Ohio State, they're game ready. I, I, that cracks me up a little bit. Yeah, all the I, schools all, I don't think I've ever made that like observation. That. Um, they got school spirit. Yes, they do. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, something else I wanted to, to, to mention, we'll swing back over to the Big Ten, um, is I watched the uh, Illinois and the Texas-San Antonio game Mm-hmm. That game, okay, so the the Big Ten opened with Illinois and Nebraska. Yeah. Okay. And Illinois uh, beat Nebraska. So you're like, okay, all right, Illinois. Um, as much as we hate, as much as maybe we don't want to, maybe we really don't care, but we, we try to, to, to look at Nebraska as like, all right, you're going to be better. You're going to be a little bit better this year. You know, I think we put try to put faith in this good old Scott Frost to to make something happen with Nebraska. Um, so to see him come out and just kind of run flat, and then we see Illinois win that game. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, the 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 Bielema era, maybe it's here. You know? Yeah. You know, this is his his first season. Um, is it? I I I don't remember if he they if he coached last year or not. The COVID year. Um, if he did come in on the COVID year, uh, he's got long gray beard, doesn't he? No, no. Brett Bielema does not have a beard. All right, then yeah, I don't. Okay, I didn't think so. I think this guy. is his. I think this is his first year. Um, Shave. so you're like, okay, you know, they beat Nebraska. They've got something going on here, and then they come out. I've never. I don't remember hearing of Texas San. Excuse me, San Antonio. And this is a team that. This is a like it's an FCS team, isn't it? I don't think so. No, okay. Well, regardless, I, I really think as a team that any Big Ten should have been able to handle. Um, to see them come out and and win, and Illinois had the opportunity to win that game. They yeah, kept it close. They kept it tight. And they they really had that opportunity, 
Um, it didn't pan out well for them. They ended up losing. Um, it was kind of, I was sad to see that. Not that I, yeah. I'm not an Illinois fan, but I tell you time and time and time again, I'm a Big Ten fan. I want to see Big Ten do well. I don't like seeing them losing to Texas San Antonio's, you know? To yeah. me, to me, it's ridiculous. Now you looked at that team and you watched that that Texas San Antonio team. They looked good. I mean, yeah, they they, they looked good. I mean, um, they played really well, and they just gave Illinois just a heck of a time. So it really saddened me to see that they couldn't beat that team. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was one game I actually put some time and effort in because. It was just, it was so close. And I'm like, surely Illinois can pull this off and, you know, just just win this game, get 2-0, and then fix the things that went wrong in that, in, in that game. But, but no, they got to go back to the locker room. Uh, losers. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. After that, I don't know how much hope there is for Illinois. Maybe they'll pick some things up. Maybe they'll really learn from this game. Yeah. Um, but, man, it's just it's just sad when when a Big Ten win loses a game that they really should have won. Yeah. You know? It is. Um, somebody could have won a lot of money on that game. Yeah. So, um, it was nice to see Purdue beat Oregon State. Yeah. I was, I was glad to see that because some – Purdue's known to drop eggs um, uh, against teams like you know teams like Cincinnati ran over Miami Ohio. I'm not shocked about that. I know Miami Ohio is actually one of the better Group Five teams. They're not bad. They're not bad, but still, I mean, I think Cincinnati's been Fickle's got these guys on on a good roll. You know, yeah, he really does. He's got something going on there. They're sticking with it. It's working effective uh it was nice to see Rutgers blow away a team it was probably like you like you say nobody's state um but still throwing up 61 points on anybody for Rutgers is just amazing yeah 49 to 14 Cincinnati nice um, or Miami Ohio Maryland looked good mm-hmm. um so they they won so I mean uh, I like that, you know, Rutgers and Maryland have got to do, they've got a lot of work to do, too, because while they'll probably win the next couple of games that they have, the, ne- the next coming weeks, things are going to go downhill for them real quick when yeah. they start playing some of the better teams in the Big Ten. Yeah. So. Um, Marshall also got a victory over Navy, 49-7. to hmm, Okay. But now. Um, not looking, I'm not looking too, too much far past the. Top 25 teams. Well, I know. I'm always interested in Marshall because, you know, we are Marshall. <laughs> okay. It's nice to see. Are they ever going to be good? All right. So they can say we are Marshall again? And I can yeah. Tell Penn State to give it back? M- maybe do a sequel <laughs> of them actually being good or something? We are still Marshall. Yeah, we are uh, still Marshall. <laughs> um, oh, there was a game on today that... Uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame and FSU. And I tell you, I was rooting for Florida State because... I. To me, I feel if Notre Dame gets their one loss, boom, done. Don't have to worry about them anymore. Especially uh, since they're no longer aligned with the um, ACC. Yeah. So I, I think a, I think a one loss Notre Dame 
would make it extremely tough for them to get in. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. Um, you know, if the, the I mean, star, they're lucky if, they if, got in when if, they were aligned with the yeah, ACC. If, at if one the loss. stars aligned a certain way, even with the one loss, not quite possibly. Um, but all man. right. Well, well, in that case, we got to check off Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia. All right, now Notre Dame can get in. Well, I'm just saying, if the stars align, I mean, some of those teams would probably have to have one or two losses in order for that to happen. That's what I'm saying. Not likely. The stars would have to align perfectly for that. Now, Florida State looked pretty good. I yeah, mean, they I, did. Um, I mean, Notre Dame usually they're good. I, I don't want to say you know. Too many wrong things about um, Notre Dame because I don't think that they're garbage. I don't think that they're great, but I think that they're a good team. Anytime you got to face Notre Dame, expect a fight because they're coming to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they did. And at FSU, they they played a two quarterback system on them, and it gave them fits, and it showed. Florida State came back and tied that game up, sent into overtime. Unfortunately, their kicker got iced. And then he missed the field goal, yeah. which I, I kind of thought that 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 sucked because um, he kicked it, and I, I'm pretty sure it went in. But they they there was yeah. there was a, uh, a a timeout or something called, and then they reviewed the play for a fumble, the previous play for a fumble. So I don't know if it I don't remember if it was I didn't have the volume on, but anyway they got to re-kick the ball, and then he misses. And I'm thinking, man, that is messed up. Yeah. Because now Notre Dame just has to make a field goal, and that's game. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. So their yep. kicker didn't fail them. Um, I was hoping maybe a block kick or something. Let's keep this thing going, give F- FSU one more shot. But you know what? They fought hard. They played hard. They looked pretty good. Um, I don't know how far their two-quarterback thing is going to go. What was it? Or- <laughs> 41-38? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So. What team was it that I was reading about? I'm trying to think. And I was reading about this one team saying that they could very well pu- do a a two-quarterback system. I don't, I don't think it was college. I think it was NFL. Or I know it was NFL because those offenses can pull it off better. Yeah. Compared to a college, I think it was the Patriots that they didn't release Cam. They could have done a two quarterback thing. Okay. Where all right, Cam is better against this team, so let's play him. Right. Mac would be better fit against this team, so let's play him. Right. And they they just run it off of that, so they always are playing the better quarterback. Yeah, I think some, I really to, think something like that could work if you want to design your teams that I mean, way. Heck, it wasn't terrible in 2016 with Cardale and Barrett. It, it screwed us. It, it wasn't, but I think in the long run it did screw you. It it pulls away reps. Yeah. I think that's the downfall with it. Um, no, I do I, think I, a, a Barrett a Barrett and Braxton two quarterback would have worked better. Maybe. But at the same time, like, there, there, defeats the purpose. It, then it would because they're kind of both the same. So you might as well just give one of them most of the reps. And I think yeah. that's what it comes down to is that they're just not getting – enough of the, you know, the practice yeah. time in to really help and develop and to hone in on their on the skill sets that yeah. they have. And it just makes it difficult that way. But, you know, like you said, maybe it would work better in the NFL at this point. Um, it's just the way that the NFL is ran. Right. Like, 
a lot of teams do split practices. It's like the head coach will go and work with this group, and the assistant coaches will go and work with this group so they can get just as many practice reps. There are more games, so already more game reps. Right. Yeah. And I think it's more full-time for a player mm-hmm. than college because they're in school. Yeah. Oh. All right, now let's now let's talk about Ohio State's opponent opponent next week, Oregon. Okay, let's talk about it. Thirty-one to twenty-four against Fresno State. Thirty-one twenty-four, Fresno State. Okay. Fresno State isn't awful, but they're not top tier either. Right. They're not even at Oregon's level. No, I mean definitely Oregon should have won that. You know, should win the game as they did. Um, yeah, should have been sure. by more. I don't know, maybe. Probably. I just, I really think that I guess it maybe if it was a lesser team than Fresno, Fresno State really isn't. They're like one of those teams that there's always a chance to pull some upset over a ranked right. team. Let me. Let me lay this out for you. They, I feel like they they Ohio, have that capability. Ohio State looks like less after only winning by 14 points against Minnesota. So now Oregon plays Fresno State and only wins by a touchdown. Struggled all the way. Just going to put that out there. Minnesota is by far better competition for either team than Fresno State. I agree. Fresno State are ones, twos, and threes, maybe a four. Minnesota is three, fours, maybe some fives. All right, now let's do the put the shoe on the other foot here. What if Ohio State played Fresno and had that score? And had that score? Fix the defense, get shrouded okay. the heck out of hey, there. Now, listen, and then Oregon played um, Minnesota, an equivalent team to that in the Pac-12. So Minnesota. Um, okay, well, I mean, we could say that, and then they won. I, I mean, if with, we're going to reverse I mean, the I rules, get... let's reverse the rules. So, do you think now we should worry about Oregon now? Or are you still going to take the side of Ohio State still good enough that we shouldn't have any problems with Oregon? I think either way, it's it's about even for Ohio State and Oregon. So if Ohio this State... This early in the season. Now, if this were game 11, both teams have built their momentum. Both teams have solidified themselves for the season. Okay. Completely different story. Okay. So let's take that, what you just said, and let's apply it to Oregon. Just because they only won by a touchdown doesn't mean that they can't fix things coming to Ohio State and then start smacking us in the mouth. You're right. So I don't want to take it for granted because, like you said, this is just week one. But if we were several weeks into the season, mm-hmm. when you can actually see what a team is, you'll, you'll be able to see. Yeah. I, I would say by, by game, game five and six that you should know what your team is. You, you better. If Ohio State had the score against Fresno State, like if Oregon and Ohio State flipped rules here, I still expect the game to turn out the same I would as I do now. All right. 
Well, then you've got to give the same credit to Oregon. That yeah. You, okay. It's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, well, you were well, just making a sound. Let's say that right it was now, the way things are right Oregon now, played like crap, they have so. 50-50. If they flip the rules there, if they reverse rules there, it's still 50-50 for the Ohio State-Oregon game. All right, well, I'm for just me. saying. Okay. I'm just, just saying here, maybe, maybe Oregon isn't what they were all hyped up to be. Maybe just not. like Indiana may not be. Maybe not. I, I, just like I, LSU clearly isn't. I hope. That Oregon comes to the shoe. I hope they deliver. Get smacked in the mouth. Oh. And Ohio State just dominates the game. I mean, yeah, but. That's what you want your teams to do. You want your teams to go out yeah. there and to make the other team look like complete trash. Like they, yeah. like they don't belong on your level. Like we are so good mm-hmm. that you can't hang yeah. with us. Get out of here. Especially if you're not in our conference. If you're not in our conference, I want to. I just want to smack you around. Yeah. Make you look stupid and send you home. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you throw another big team look like this, big... exactly. Now get on home, Morgan. Yeah. Now, so, but when we play another Big Ten team, then it, then I'm I'm a little more okay with the competition. You know, what seeing these guys kind of rise to the occasion. But as long as we're not playing stupid, if we're playing good ball, mm-hmm. and these guys are keeping up, then my, yeah. then that's when you get well, my I respect. I don't want any of our opponents to just come out there and play like crap. I want us to play them like they are crap. But I don't want them to just look stupid on their own. I want us to make them look stupid, not them make them look stupid. Right, right. Like, um, I felt like every other play in that Georgia Clemson game was a flag. Yeah, it really was. I mean, that's kind of that says a lot right there. That's a lot of undisciplined things going on. Um, All right. So, and then I I think lastly, and then we can wrap this up because I'm sleepy. Yeah. So, is Oklahoma almost lost to Tulane? Yeah. How? Your your number what where would they have Oklahoma ranked? <coughs> two. Oklahoma, you're ranked two? And I know Tulane. Tulane's another Fresno state, in my opinion, as far as as far as teams I mean probably better than two probably a little better than Fresno. You think? No? You don't think they so? They are a nobody state. I really should have been sitting on a pillar or something. Although although um, I will give this to Alabama. Because Tulane, I guess, is based in Louisiana. Okay. Of course, we know Hurricane Ida just hit. Yeah. Nick Saban went and opened up the Alabama practice facilities for Tulane to come into to practice for the game. That's cool. That's when I I give props to Nick Saban in Alabama right there for opening that up. All right. And then he, what, left a little playbook, a little (laughs) wink-wink. Go take care of Oklahoma. I'm, I, I, again, not a playbook, a spell book. A spell book. Here's a little spell book. Here's a half spell. You can't be as good as my guys. Yeah. This is the half spell book. It'll at least make you competitive against Oklahoma. Yeah. So take this, the bibbity boppity boo. Yeah. And see what you can do with Oklahoma. So, but they almost they almost won that game. Almost. And here's my thing: three out of four 
of the sports analysis on call it on ESPN College Game Day. These are supposed to be the best of the best on College Game Day. Picked Oklahoma to win the national championship. Well, you then, still feeling that? Yeah, not at, not not right now. Let's see what happens in the next coming weeks. That's that's all I can say. We've got to get to about week four, five, yeah, six probably. Uh, we got to get about halfway through this thing, kind of see where people people are at. I mean, we've got the, a lot of teams are going to be playing. In my book, nothing really matters all that much until after week three. Yeah, well, mainly because it's not considered a streak until three and zero. Right. Um, yeah. Right now, teams are going to start playing um, different than they will in week non non conference games. So we've got to get those out of the way yeah, too. Let's get through, get through those games. Everybody get into conference play. The only teams that you out. can actually evaluate off of week one are the Cincinnati's, the Miami Ohio's, the Tulane's even. Because their schedule now isn't that far off from what it will be the rest of the season. Okay. Yeah. Where Ohio State, you can't usually evaluate them based off of week one. Because things completely change by week, by week, like six. Oh yeah. Yep. Where Cincinnati, it's pretty much going to be this all season long. Right. So, all right. Well, we got Oregon next week. Yeah. Um, so we'll be tuning into that game. Try to tune in and in on some others. Um, that way, we got some things to, to talk about and rag um, on rag on some other teams. As we do, I don't. I don't think we've addressed it yet. I think that was just the last week it was announced. Big Ten, ACC, Pac-12 coming together as an alliance. Yeah, there are there are scheduling, some... governorship, and something else. There's a third point to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just more of a scheduling thing. And well, that that in governorship, they're basically telling the the NCAA to butt out. Oh, okay. Is if you look, the SEC seems to be the trendsetter. They set rules. The ACC does, and the Big Twelve does, and the Pac twelve does, then the Big Ten does. Right. So they kind of already set set it. The Big Twelve isn't going to last much longer. Looking. And grim. then you got ACC, Big Ten, Pac twelve, which right. now seem to be grouping together. Yeah. Which, speaking of the Big Twelve, they are expected within the coming days to receive applications from UCF. BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston. BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston. These are all four teams that have done really good in the past few years. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly good for Group 5. They have, and, and I mean, I, I think a couple of those would be pretty decent additions. So, But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so, Gosh, I hope, I hope Cincinnati doesn't. Yeah, college college is getting a little shook up. Like I mean, like in a good way. Yeah. I think hopefully this is everything for the good um, with the new, you know, maybe a, a twelve team playoffs and stuff yeah. like that. So oh, that's a lot something of, I want to talk about next week. A lot of uh, yes, there's always there's going to be plenty of things to talk about. Um, so stay tuned, stick with us next week. We'll talk about more Buckeyes and uh, some other things. If we got time, uh, maybe some uh, stupid stuff that nobody cares about. <laughs> so all right. Sign us out of here. Hit the music, my friend, and we are out later.
Can you feel it? Can you feel it? 